Hello and welcome to the Two Beer Show. I'm Adam. And I'm Alex. Welcome to episode three. Episode three. Um, if you're just joining us for the first time, we're a couple of guys who drink some new and exciting beers each week and talk about them. We do. And this week we've got three. We're, we're branching out. With a three beer show. Three beers, just one week. That's right. We've got three beers from the Eight Arch Brewing Company from Dorset. Yeah, they've, they've sent us some beers and they've sent us some, uh, some, bit, some coasters, some Coasters merch. and cards. Nice bit of illustration work. Yeah, lovely bit of branding there. Very nice. Um, we'll also be talking about a bit of beer news and stuff we've been up to. Some celeb spots as well. Yeah. And of course, of course, a game. Yeah. I've crafted a game. You've crafted a game, have you? I'm pretty pleased with this one. Hey. I am. But that'll, stay tuned for that. That's a, a, a teaser. Little teaser. You were saying that you're learning to drive. I'm learning to drive. Well, I've set the wheels in motion, oh. as it were, oh, yes. um, and I've booked a driving theory test. There we go. So I'm 29. Yeah. I feel like it's time. <laughs> I feel like 17. I feel like. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. I've, it's, I've reached a point in my life where I don't want to be lugging bags to the train station. No. I mean, not sometimes, sometimes, of course, that's fine, but there was a particular case where it felt like I didn't need to be doing this. There so was a crunch time. There was a crunch time, I was lugging, and I thought, I don't, need, don't want to be lugging, so I went ahead and I booked my driving, driving theory test. Very nice. For a couple of weeks, I um, need to brush up on some, some theory. High, highway, what's it called? Yeah, the highway code, I that's think it's called. That's the, that's the first, first quiz question. <laughs> well, that's good, I got that one. Um, I need to buy the book, apparently. But I don't want to buy the book. Oh, you must be able to find it on like because everyone has to buy it at some point. And Do they? You go in like the four charity shops or something, and on the high street. You think it? Yeah, but one that, of them will definitely. Have yeah, it. but every year it changes. Apparently. Yeah, but does they, it? Yeah, I was saying I was saying that because if it does change every year, then surely the people who already have passed, they'd be stumped, wouldn't they? Well, we're locked in. You're Sorry. locked in. Oh yeah, you say I passed it in 2015. That's that's it. it doesn't. It's fine then. What I just did was perfectly legal. Well, it's the people that passed in, like, the 1940s yeah. and have got all these life privileges when, back then, a car, there was, like, five cars on the road and they did, like, 30 miles an hour. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see. I mean, maybe I'll get the book. Maybe I'll just... Wing it. Wing it, yeah. I'll just use some common, common sense. I've been in cars. You've been in cars, but where are you paying attention? This yeah, thing? I actually ask questions sometimes. Well, do people like that? I don't know. I've never asked that. What kind of you ask driving-related yeah, questions? Yeah, I, I say, well... Who has a right way here? I don't know why I do that. I don't know. Preparing myself for this. But then, but then, you do trust the people that have given you those answers? They're not registered well, teachers. I, no, I mean I trust them enough. Yeah, oh, trust I them see. to sit in the passenger seat with them. So. Well, we'll see in a few weeks, won't we'll we? We'll see. Yeah. One, one. Yeah. Anyway. Very nice. Good. Um, I've got a bit of beer news. Okay. To kick off. And in a well-worn two beer show tradition, for anyone who's followed us in our. Uh, shows last year, it involves an animal. Okay, well that's excellent. It's good. That's good. It's back. It's back. Uh, it's a horse this time. A beer drinking horse. Beer drinking horse. Oh, there's a picture of the horse. Oh, oh, in a lovely happy horse. Isn't in it? a tap room. That's excellent. So there's this horse called Mac, who has a daily IPA, for medicinal purposes. This is a horse that was taken in by a charity in Alabama, a place called Chelsea, Alabama, quite near Birmingham, Alabama. Yeah. And it's a charity that's for, like, uh, women and children who are abused or at risk of abuse. 
but this place they've got like a ranch as well. So they thought they'd taken this horse and it would help with some kind of therapeutic effects for their residents and you know they could look after the horse and ride it. But yeah. the horse that they took in, of course, uh, took it to the vet and it turned out it couldn't sweat. Horse couldn't sweat? This horse had a, <clears throat> had a disease called Cushing's disease, which is a hormone condition apparently. Horsemone? No, there's nothing to joke. No, no, no. Uh, which means one of the symptoms is it can't sweat. So it's, that's quite bad for like a large animal. It's bad for any animal, I think, yeah, yeah. yeah. So the vet said uh, to give it a beer because apparently there are ingredients in there that open the pores. So you can blame the beer on the sweatiness in the pub. Yeah. As long as the pores, beer's poured, no. Mm. No, no, no. Something in there. So they've been giving them a beer, this horse a beer every day for a year and it's had miraculous effects. Its tipple of choice is an IPA from a local craft brewery called Good People Brewing Company in Alabama. Excellent. And he's, his health is so good now that he can take the children out on horse rides. That's, that's very good news. I'm, I'm pleased. There you go. You know, reco it's recovered. Mac the drinking horse. That's uh, yeah, surprising, isn't it, that beer has solved that particular problem? I think beer can solve many problems. I didn't realise that beer opened pores. Well, next time... I mean, I'm not a huge sweater... No. I'd say. I hit, I hit a certain temperature, like, uh, I don't know, I've got like a high build, high tolerance build-up, but then once I hit this certain temperature, whatever it is, in the mid-30s... Flash flood. Then it's just, yeah, yeah it's, all, it's all to play for. All right, well, bear that in mind. But I've never had a beer-drinking sweat problem. No. But That's now I can look that. out for it. Yeah. And anyone out there who's thinking, oh, I always get sweaty when I drink beer. Now you know. Now you know. You may have Cushing's disease. Is that what we're saying? Is that Cush all? Cushing's, yeah. Is that unless, it's, people? unless it's only a horse disease. Oh, no, I don't think it... doesn't sound like it is. doesn't sound like it <laughs> I is. I don't know. Well, clearly, no. Um, I know what would go better with a bit of beer news. Shall we open one of these yeah. eight Arch Brewing Company beers? Yeah, let's open one of them. So let's open this one, the Corbell. What does it what does that say to you, Alex? Corbell. Um, this is it's blue blue label. Um, you want some more information than that? Um, so it's an India Pale Ale, um, and it cl claims to be a juicy and fruity IPA with US hops. Yeah, so this is Corbel 5.5%. This is a Society of Independent Brewers Award winner for the Southwest region last year in the Strong Bitters and Pale Ales category. Excellent. So looking forward to this. They say it's a hop monster of a beer. It's got mos mosaic hops. Uh, on a simple malt base, which they say allows the beer to fill you full of tropical flavours. A uh, bit of background on the brewery. So they've been around since 2014 in Dorset. It's named after the eight arches of a nearby landmark, Julian's Bridge in Wimborne, Minster, Dorset. Well, there's a picture of the bridge, I think, on one of these beer mats. On one of our beer mats, yeah. Uh, and Wimborne, Minster, not too far away from Bournemouth, for anyone who knows Dorset, or doesn't know Dorset. If you know, yeah, and then you probably don't need to know that information. That's true. However, bear this in mind, Wimborne Minster, because it's going to come up oh, in really? something else. Oh, okay. Later. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll, um, I'll try and remember that Wimborne. Wimborne. Am I going to have to remember lots of little You're not going to have to memorise it, just no, saying. Just keep it in mind. All right, good. Right, so shall we open the beer? Yeah, let's open the beer. Cheers. Cheers. Hoppy smell. Amazingly hoppy smell. Uh huh. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that really is, that's, that packs a 
That packs a lot of flavour, mm-hmm. isn't it? A lot of fruity flavours. I can, I can definitely, yeah, it's tro- tropically. Yeah, it, it, there is. And on the smell as well. A hint of banana in there. I mean... A whiff of banana. Tropical juice drink yeah. is exactly what this smells like. And there's a, yeah, there's a, there's a kind of delay of different flavours as well, isn't there? Mm. Very good. Very good. So we're going to be, as with all of the beers, we're going to be sipping, noting some tastes down and comparing notes at the end of the show. Alex, do you have a bit of beer news? I have got a bit of beer news, although oh, now, I, now I read it. It's from July 2016, but that's fine. That's fine. It's okay, we can do that. It's become your hallmark with the news. Is it? Yeah, a bit of delay. Old news. news. That's me. Old news. The There is a beer um, which has been brewed with the help of artificial intelligence. Oh, wow. It's the world's first... AI beer, apparently, um, and it's by a company called Intelligent X. I don't know if they're just a brewery. Well, or they're harbouring a dark secret, like the quantum of solace water people. Could be that, yeah. I'll message them and ask. So the way it seems to work is that there is a Facebook Messenger bot, like a chat bot, mm-hmm. based on feedback from customers. Uh-huh. It changes the, somehow changes the recipe. Consistency of the brews. Yeah. Feedback is kind of is um, accumulated, mm-hmm. and then it spots trends in all the feedback, and then changes the beers. So the, oh, I think I it's, it's kind of be, it's going to be like an evolving beer. So it's not going to be one particular flavour. That's really smart. Um, yeah, it's a really nice idea. That's good. It's not sinister at all, which is my go-to with AI stories. Yeah, it, I mean, it must be a sinister twist on it, but yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll keep, it, keep it positive, yeah. Probably has ramifications for that Mexican town with the water shortage yeah. slash corona oh, brewing. Yeah. I fear for them. <laughs> anyway, look forward to trying that. Very nice. This is a really nice beer, isn't it? Yeah, I'm enjoying this Corbell. And all of these all of these placemats and illustrations. Yeah. They've, yeah, got, little, they've got little stories on the back of them. Oh, oh wait, that's session. What's Corbell say? Corbell. Oh, it's, it's got like a little story on the back it of the map. It seems to be a poem. No beer could survive passage to the east. It would ferment, spoil, and produce too much yeast. A taste so foul it could not be forgotten. Too much time at sea made the ale rotten. <laughs> it sounds like a Barney Stinson oldie quote from How I Met Your Mother. Very good one. The only solution was to update the brew. Add heaps more hops. Try something new. Birthing the incredible Indian pale ale. Travelling the globe. Happy to set sail. There you go. Good. They're poets over there. They are, aren't they? In where? Ming Cap... something born. Wingborn. Wimborn Minster. Wimborn Minster. Good. Okay, got a couple of words for your Corbell. I do. Very enjoyable beer, that. Yeah, it went down very, very well. Very nice. So we'll move on to another Eight Arch Brewery Company beer, the Quarterjack. What's it say on on that one, Alex? This one's a dark porter, 4.8%. Claims to be a full-bodied, roasty porter. Mm, that sounds good. First porter of the series. They say, twist on traditional London porter. Expect aromas of coffee and chocolate with a biscuit maltiness flavour. Let's open up the quarter jack. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. Would you like your uh, quarter jack poem? Yeah, let's give, let's, let's give that a go. Dark porter. During the time of Napoleon's Great War, the monk in the tower, he became no more. A proud grenadier they thought was more fitting to watch over the town and chime with the ticking. In celebration of this, our town quarterjack, we brewed a fine porter for you to knock back. 
Oh, that, yeah, that's a really nice, really nice pause of that. Flavour really hits the old, hits the old mouth, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think it's like it hits you at first, and then it you think it's going to be darker and heavier than it yeah. becomes. It kind of it's quite still quite a bit light. Anyway, we're going to sip away at this dark porter quarter jack from Eight Arch Brewing Company, and talk about some celebrities that we've seen around town. That we've seen around town, yeah. Um, all right, yeah. What's your celeb spot this week? Because you were very excited. You text me yeah, I did. just to tee it up. I was going to Oxford mm-hmm. on a train at Paddington train station. Yes. And he was walking towards the ticket office. Okay, already a man, narrowing it it's down. A man, yeah, yeah. Okay. Toby Jones. Toby Jones? Really? Yeah. That's a good one. He looked very grumpy. Looked, of course. Looked bothered. That's his, bothered. That's his resting face, I would have thought. Yeah, it seemed to be his resting face. It didn't seem to be particularly aggressive. Just It was a hot day, it was a hot day. It was a hot day, yeah. Yeah, you just come off a long train from somewhere. Yeah, I don't yeah. think he had, because he was going to the ticket office. But anyway, it was... Oh, out of the tube or something. Yeah, or maybe that's true, yeah. 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 Hot day. For those who don't know, Toby Jones, actor. Uh, let's see, he played Hitchcock in right, the yep. BBC adaptation in the last few years. He, I really enjoyed... Oh, he was in the Dad's Army movie as Captain Mannering. Yes. He... What was that great thing about football that he was in? Marvellous. Marvellous, yes. Now, anyone... Oh, I don't know, probably a standalone thing, but it was a BBC thing about a real guy, I forgot his name, but he's a Stokes... He was a long-term Stokes City kit man, and it's amazing. Yeah, he had an amazing life. I loved it, yeah, yeah. Toby Jones nails it. He's in Detectorists, which is a BBC4 thing with uh, McKenzie Crook, written oh, by yeah, McKenzie yeah. Crook, and that's just been recommissioned for a third series that would be coming, I think, in the autumn this year. Okay. And I really like Detectorist, so... I've never seen it. I'm jealous. Oh, it's all on... It's the f- first two series are on Netflix. Yeah, Check I've it out. seen it lurking around on my, my feed. It's very good. It's, it's really summery. It's really, like, slow pace, but the writing is fantastic. It's, it's fun. I think you'll like it. Okay. Uh, that Jones. Is... Happy with that. Yeah, I was pleased. You've got to be pleased with that one. Yeah, it was a good one. Mm. And yourself? I saw... You got a picture, it doesn't bode well. No, I haven't. Oh no, got, you haven't got a picture. I haven't got a picture, I've got a bit of background. Alright, good. I saw Ore Aduba. Okay. Who has is the current holder of the Strictly Come Dancing Crown. Okay. He was also a long term newsround presenter from two thousand eight to twenty fourteen. And he's probably mostly on TV at the moment doing BBC Sport stuff. So like headlines and a bit of presenting, I think. And then I looked into a little bit of background today, Ore Aduba. So born in London. But he went to school in the village of Canford Magna, which is near the market town of Wimborne Minster. Get out of here. In Dorset, South West England. Get out of town. So he went to school just down the road from our Eight Arch Brewing Company brewery. I mean, that's extraordinary, isn't it? I, I thought so. Yes, it was meant to be. Meant to be. So, yeah, it was a hot day. On the same day, actually. Same day you saw Toby Jones. I was going to the park. I was getting on a bus, he got off the same bus. Unbelievable. What a world. There we go. Good spot there. Although Please. I still don't know what he looks like. I'm going to look at an image yeah. of him. You know his face. Yeah, I know his face, yeah. Any um, thoughts on your quarter jack, Alex? As you say, it's, yeah, it's quite a light porter. Good flavours. So you've got a couple of words for your quarter jack. I do. A couple of descriptions there, yeah. Fantastic. Uh, let's then move on to our third beer, Centurion. Yeah. I printed Centurion's mask on the... On the bottle, what's it say there? So this is um, a double IPA. Mm. Um, 
eight and a half percent. Oh yeah. It doesn't give it doesn't give much away here, but you you can see that it's it it looks quite imposing. Yeah, quietly confident. It looks yeah. It seems like it's got a different character just from the bottle. Than Again, the hand the beers. Handwritten batch number on the on the back. Yeah. It's uh, no, it's a, it's yeah. I mean, it looks like quite a powerful thing. Called Centurion to mark their hundredth brew from Eight Arch. And they say the beer is packed full of flavour thanks to the big hitting US hops used and despite its 8.5% it remains super drinkable. Okay, well that's good. We are going to be drinking it. So let's crack it open. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, Ooh. Punch, in my, punch in my nose. Yeah. That's really good. That's interesting. Smelt very similar to me to like the Corbell yeah. IPA. But then with a kind of a grapefruity note, yeah. but then sip it and it's really... It kind of feels... Oh, there's lots going on. It tastes like it's been kind of like strained through another round of hops. Maybe mm. that is what's happened. It's very smooth. It is smooth. Very yeah. smooth. We'll sip away at the Centurion and I've got a, a game for you, Alex. Okay, excellent. I'm thinking ready for a game. Okay, good. My arch game is called Arch Enemy or What the Arch You Talking About? <laughs> Yeah, what the arch are you talking about? Yeah. Exactly, yeah. So this game, it started with a broader viewpoint, but I basically settled on, can you name the Batman arch enemy? Okay, sounds good. Okay, so, Colonel Sulphur. Colonel Sulphur. Mm. No, what the arch are you talking about? Colonel Sulphur was a high-profile criminal who was diagnosed with a mental illness and has a prosthetic hand that hides a knife. He blacklisted an employee of a government institution in Gotham City in order to steal important documents. Sulphur kidnapped the employee's wife, threatened to kill her if the documents were not delivered to him within 24 hours. His plan was eventually thwarted by Batman. Well, yes, as, as you would <laughs> hope so. Um, yeah, I couldn't find why he's called Yeah, I was going to say, Eggy, was he Eggy, Eggy man? It, possibly, we can only speculate. Yeah, right. A lot of these, by the way, are coming from, like, uh, Marvel fan sites. Yeah, perfectly acceptable source. Is, yeah. Okay, one that I'm sure will get your pulse racing here. Oh, oh yeah. The Condiment King. <laughs> the Condiment King. You know, no you're chance. not a Condiment fan. You're what the arch are you talking about? Condiment King was an arch enemy of Batman. No. Oh, yes. yes. All right, go on. Oh, well, I can see why. I like Batman more and more. There you go. The Condiment King is a comedic bat-villain who uses various condiments to commit crimes. Condiment King has weapons that shoot out various condiments. He's been known to use his knowledge to cause anaphylactic shock. Oh yeah, I am there you go. surprised. This is why I chose Batman villains. Yeah, no, I, I guess I, I don't know as much about Batman villains. The Flamingo. <laughs> what the arch are you talking about? The Flamingo is a Batman arch enemy. Unbelievable. Eduardo Flamingo was an ordinary man with his own family who used to struggle with a criminal organisation named The Mob. It lasted until they caught him and brainwashed him into a maniacal serial killer who eats faces of his victims. Bloody hell. He then killed all the members of his family and became a contract killer whose kill record is impeccable. Does he stand on one foot? He wears pink. Oh, he wears pink. Thank you. Thank you. There you go. Fine. He doesn't, does he? No, he does. He oh, does. Okay. I saw a picture. It's, I it's difficult. satisfying my uh, need to know what the flamingo... Anyway. Yeah. Good. Monarch of Menace. It can't be four in a row, so 
What the arch are you talking about? I'm afraid Monarch of Menace is also a Batman <laughs> arch enemy. How does he have so many enemies? He's got lots of enemies. And not only enemies, arch enemies. Okay, I might be... Some of them are part-time enemies. Oh, hello. But, you know, they're all arch. Any enemy is an arch enemy. No, I don't, I don't agree with that. Oh, I see. So you can have, like, semi-enemies? Semenemies. <laughs> yeah. The Monarch of Menace is a royal-themed crook who has been able to pull off heists and able to keep Batman at bay with his various gadgets. In the earliest days of Batman's career, the Monarch of Menace represented the Dark Knight's only failure, being the first criminal ever to defeat Batman and leave Gotham with a fortune in stolen goods. Years later, however, Monarch's teenage son tries to prove himself using his father's outfit in a crime spree. The young Monarch is defeated by Robin, while his father is lured out of hiding by Batman, who then finally defeats his old nemesis. Quite a good storyline, that. Yeah, not bad. Yeah. Have you ever read a Batman comic? No. No, no, no. Uh, Captain Crook, aka the Captain. Is that a Batman arch enemy? That is not a Batman arch enemy. What the arch are you talking about? You've got it right. I've got it right. I had to stick with my guns. This comes from the Golden Arches of McDonald's. Uh, the Captain Crook, based on the designs of Disney's Captain Hook from Peter Pan. Captain Crook was one of the two major adversaries of McDonald Land, along with the Hamburglar. Yeah, the Hamburglar, yeah. Who, as a seafaring villain, was obsessed with stealing fillet of fish sandwiches. Captain Crook was finally eliminated from advertisements during the 1980s when the concept of McDonald Land was streamlined. And by streamlined, I think they mean erased. Erased, yeah. Deleted. Oh, good. Captain Crook. Captain Got one. Crook. Trash cans. Um, could you elaborate a little bit? The name is Trash Cans. Trash Cans, yes. Is it... Cool. Alright, Trash Cans. Uh, I will say there are two, there are two twin characters oh, called right. Trash Cans. Okay. But are they Batman Arch Enemy or Arch... What, I think... What Arch am I talking about? What the Arch are you talking about? Because, you know, it doesn't make any sense. Again, this comes from the Golden Arches of McDonald's. Oh, so good. You're correct. It was a McDonald campaign... Talking twin trash cans from between 1970 and 1985, and the campaign involved having to deposit garbage into them to feed them. Yeah. They were highlighted singing a song entitled "Don't Forget to Feed the Waste Baskets." I mean, the naming the naming team for that particular day didn't do didn't weren't <laughs> particularly creative, were they? I've mean, got this. <laughs> they literally didn't rename them. It's like our McDonald's branches are very dirty. We need a campaign. Yeah. Trash cans? Trash cans, yeah. What yeah. should we call them? Let's call them trash cans. What let's, the let's, let's, this meeting's over. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're out. That's right. I like it. I mean, it's effective. Look at it. Another reference. 2017. Boom. So there you go. That Very was, good. I enjoyed that. That was our arch-themed game. Yeah. I learned, a lot. I learned a lot there. Right. You've got a couple words for your centurion. I, I do, yeah, yeah. So do I. Uh, let's, let's go through them then. So we'll go with the core bell. What have you got for that? So the two words for Corbell were banana, mm-hmm. which I said about four times, so I could not, could not take it off. Yeah, you had to commit. I had to commit to that, yeah, yeah. And papaya. Ah, oh, very nice. Nice little tropical fruits. I'll throw something into the bunch with guava. Oh, guava, yeah. And a feeling of the ocean, the okay, spray, yeah. a tropical scene. Tropical scene, yeah. You mm. can picture yourself sitting on the beach, oh, yeah. having, a, having a nice Oh, yeah. yeah. With the, the mist, you know, like slight, slight breeze, so... The surf is like hitting and there's that mist of surf. Oh. Yeah, that sounds that sounds nice. That's a nice bit. Corsa Jack. I've gone with praline, 
Oh, bloody yeah, that's very sophisticated. Is it? Uh, I thought it was, you know, kind of chocolatey, but also a bit creamy. Also. Yeah, okay. And custard creams. Custard creams, creamy, yeah. But I thought an aftertaste. Uh, yeah, no, agreed. I went with very dark chocolate. I've underlined very. Oh, yes, you have. Look at it. Uh. And chocolate brownie mixture. So pre-brownie, what, think, that, what that smells like. I think that lines up with the praline a little yeah. bit. like a Is it? Okay, Yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gooey. Gooey. Okay. It tastes gooey. Centurion, what do you reckon? So the two words for this were orange peel mm. and ginger cake. Oh, yeah, ginger cake, that's good. Lemon curd. Yeah, nice. And grapefruit. Look at that. I thought it smelled very grapefruit, but then as I drank, very citrus. I like all those four things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was your favourite? Which one? I mean, three good beers. Which Three which... really good beers. Um, if I was to order one of these again, mm-hmm. I'd order the St. Centurion again. Mm. Um, it's made the most impact. Certainly. Very good. I would go with the Corbell. I've enjoyed them all. Yeah, haven't you? Very nice. So thanks for listening to this week's show. Um, if you are intrigued about 8 Arch Brewing Company. You can find them online or on social media where you can find out where their stockists are. And also they do brewery tours and they also have a tap room with some street food as well. Follow us on social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Thank you very much for listening and goodbye. See you next week. Ish. Yeah, ish.